Quit messing with that phone so we can get started. <laughs> make it play music. Make it play. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The, yeah. Well, we can get started if you're ready then. Yeah. yeah. We'll see get if we have any, on. any background interruptions from the noise factory. Now that's funny. <laughs> hey, everybody, that's right. This is a podcast that sounds funny. Uh, we are coming at you live from Church House Studio and other places on the week of April 19th, 2022. We are in Season 2, Show 25, Episode 77. Wow. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. And I am your host, Keith. And your other hosts with me today are... Harry and Joe. Yeah. Terry. Terry. And uh, so here we are. <laughs> I got to my throat now the recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we like to open up with a word of what's new. Does anyone have a question? It could the be a, a classic family story, <laughs> something recent, what you're reading, watching, doing kind of a thing. Anybody got something you want to talk about? Or? We went to, I had an appointment. I made an appointment to go to HR Block yesterday on Tech Day. Gave me an appointment at eight o'clock last night to talk to the tax man. We went there at eight o'clock. We thought we had everything we needed, but guess what? We forgot all the stuff from 300 Wood River over at 300 Wood River. Oh. We have, to, we have an appointment for day <laughs> well you always forget something it seems like it's like we uh we might get back a whole 450 bucks oh, really <laughs> unless we if we turn in all the expenditures and things we may get some more back of course but right we uh didn't uh, think about grabbing that stuff before we went to the tax office yes. isn't it right there on wood river avenue anyway h and r block <laughs> No, it's right there at Walmart. And oh, I thought there used to be one on Wood River Avenue, where Seven Eleven used to be here in that area. Yeah, I thought, there, I thought it used to be down there in that area somewhere. But they move move, move businesses all the time. So. Right, that's true. That's by Walmart. That's, Things that's have changed there in that town over the last thirty or forty years since <laughs> I lived there. But the last time I filed my taxes in twenty twelve, it was by Walmart. So. Hmm. You know. It must have been a way longer before that. 7 Eleven's been gone since. Yeah. Well, we're in that building. I don't know if 7 Eleven's or not. Well, I, I was thinking I had a, a classic family story I wanted to tell, but I, I, I forgot to jot it down and I just cannot think of what it was going to be. Uh, there hasn't been an awful lot new happening around here, just the same old, same old. The Easter Bunny came and deposited all of his Easter Bunny goodies for all the little kids around here. Did they get a hunt outside? It rained here on Easter, so our Easter egg hunt was in our basement. They did on Sunday. 
we went to uh, Robin's mom's, and uh, they had an Easter egg hunt there. And the real eggs, and they hid all the plastic eggs and forgot the real eggs in the refrigerator. So we have a yeah. whole bunch of real eggs to make deviled eggs with, or just enjoy boiled eggs. I think there's three dozen. <laughs> oh, wow. And we had four dozen or more plastic eggs. I was like, you guys, I tried to count them because I know we bought four dozen plastic eggs and then Ashley brought a dozen or two. And I was like, count them and make sure when you're done, you've got the same amount you hit. Otherwise, there might be eggs in the basement still. (laughs) Yeah, you know, that always used to be the meticulous thing. We always had the egg hunt at Grandma's house. And she was, she knew she had exactly you know, 13 dozen eggs, and she knew exactly how many there was out there. So when all the kids found them, she'd make everybody count. If the count didn't match, go out there and hunt some more until the counts yeah. match. Uh, because, yeah, she didn't want to have no eggs just laying out there going to waste. Uh, <laughs> but, but at this egg hunt, we're like, uh, we're, not, we're not sure if we got them all. If you, if you move a yard and you hit something, how many you hid? Well, yeah, we counted them, but we, we forgot how many it was. I'm like, well, why bother counting them then? Write it down if you can't remember. <laughs> right. I'm thinking to myself, I didn't want to get into it. But. Yeah, and you know what? Our, our downloads this week dropped off quite a bit, and I got to thinking, yeah. I wonder if it's because yesterday was Velociraptor Awareness Day, and I bet they weren't being aware. <laughs> All some of our listeners got the zap by some Velociraptor out there. Oh Lord, me, it's so dead down there. Body could fire cannon right down the main street, and not hit a soul. So hey, let's, let's, if there's not much else to add to our opening comments, no. then we'll go ahead and get ready for our holiday. Happy holiday. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays. Ooh. Yeah. Um, we got to discuss that still, all of us. <laughs> we uh, like to go from Tuesday to Tuesday. Uh, so we'll kind of recap last. Well, today. My Amazon device said today was National Garlic Day. <laughs> uh, that's what we said last week, too. But we like to recap today's holidays, uh, which we actually covered last week, and we'll end up with next Tuesday's holidays. So here we go with the 19th, Tuesday. It is National Garlic Day. <laughs> As I said last week. Tomorrow might be National Tic Tac Day. Or yeah, it should be. <laughs> it is Wear Pajamas to Work Day. And guess what I'm wearing? Pajamas. I got regular clothes on, but you can imagine I'm in pajamas if you want. It is undergraduate research week. Let's see. Yeah, week. Weird. That's all there is today. You sound like you know what you're talking about. Uh, On April 20th, Wednesday, it is. I lost my place. Did you know? 420, I do not know what that means. Uh, Chinese Language Day. Lima Bean Respect Day. Respect your lima beans. <laughs> Pay them homage. Oh, the great and mighty lima bean. For today's 420, what did you say? Uh, this is tomorrow, Wednesday. Oh, that would be National, that's, that's marijuana day. That's what 420 is. 
Oh, well, you wouldn't know, not me. <laughs> I don't know that either. I thought, I don't know. But don't know. It, speaking of marijuana day, it's also National Cheddar Fries Day. So get the munchies <laughs> and eat cheddar fries. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It is National Lookalike Day. Huh. I'm not sure what you're supposed to look alike, but look alike something. <laughs> I guess that would be easy if you were a twin. Yeah. It is National Pineapple Upside Down Cake. Ooh, Day. yummy. I know some twins. So if you've got that marijuana thing going on, you can have some cheese fries and pineapple upside down cake. Yeah. Give me some gummy bears right now. But you've been so nice, I feel I should buy something. Now, April 21st, Thursday, uh, is National Tea Day. I guess as in like hot tea or green tea or something. I don't know. Drink your favorite kind of tea today. It <laughs> is yellow bat day. Mm-hmm. Yellow bat day. I didn't know bats were yellow. I didn't know I, that I, either. I, I guess I guess they went to the beauty shop and they had their, their fur <laughs> bleached. So now they're blonde bats. Yes, they wanted to be blonde. They were tired of their brown fur. Oh, yeah. There ain't be no beauty shop around here, Prince Judge. <laughs> but uh, it's National Chocolate Covered Cashews Day. I don't think Ooh. I've ever had those before. Chocolate covered peanuts, no, but not cashews. Sounds good. It is National Kindergarten Day. I don't want to go back to kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I our our little kindergarten kid right here. They, of course, they go to school and they have all kinds of yummy snacks and shook them home with a backpack full of snacks. And I'll say, I want to go to school with you because you get all the good stuff. And she's, Oh, you can't come to school with me, Grandpa. You're you're too old. Your grandpa's not going to school. I'm like, well, watch me. <laughs> I want to go one of these days. <laughs> you're too big for the little bitty chairs. I probably would be. Uh, it is National High Five Day, so high five those kindergartners. Yeah. Uh, National Bulldogs are Beautiful Day. Ooh. That would be an opinion. Yes. I guess for a bulldog, they got a little beauty pageant or something. I don't know. You won't regret this, ma'am. Uh, April 22nd, Friday, Earth Day. The day for the Earth. Love your earth. <laughs> When's and moon while, while you're loving the earth, you can enjoy National Jelly Bean Day. Mm. Fix to do that right now. <laughs> yeah. Jelly beans. It is the Orthodox Good Friday, which means if you are not part of the Catholic Church, you're part of the old uh, Greek Orthodox. Friday is the day that they do their Good Friday. Oh. So, this is one reason why the church split way back from 300-something A.D., is they couldn't agree on the calendar. Yep, and your daddy will do a great job for him, too. Anyway, April 23rd, Saturday, National Take a Chance Day. You ever want to do something? Go ahead and take a chance. That's your day. <laughs> Go ahead and just jump out there. And oh. Take a chance, but if uh, you take a chance and skydive... What was that joke? And you don't make it, it's not for you. <laughs> oh, Scott, if, if at first you don't succeed, Scott Evans is not for you. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Take a chance. Go ahead. It might be for you. 
Uh, it is World Book Day. Uh, read a book. It is St. George's Day. Oh, no. Uh, I have to make my husband a saint. Yeah, I guess so. St. <laughs> George and the Dragon. It is Shakespeare Day, which also means it is Talk Like Shakespeare Day. Forsooth, what day is this that dawn breaks yonder? Whatever. <laughs> it is National Picnic Day. National Lovers Day. So mm-hmm. you lovers go out there and enjoy that picnic. It's supposed to be nice on Saturday, at least in our neck of the woods. Yeah. It is National Lost Dog Awareness Day. So you if you see any, while you're out having a picnic. I don't know. If you see any, any dogs walking around with a forlorn look on their face. Have you seen my master? Have you seen my master? I'm lost. Give me a compass. Mm, here's a good one. National Cherry Cheesecake Day. Yum. It is an impossible astronaut day. I don't know what that means. <clears throat> Is it impossible, impossible for, to be an astronaut, I guess. Uh, to be one, or you have an astronaut who is just impossible to be around. <laughs> you have an astronaut that's not an astronaut, but you would love to send them into space. <laughs> you have any ideas, Henry? It's hard to say. Uh, April 24, Sunday. National Pet Parents Day. So if you have a pet that you treat like your child... Well, I guess it's your day. Um, National you know, Pigs in a Blanket Day. And what a good <laughs> place to keep your pig right there. In your blanket. And the blanket. Yeah, that means hot dogs wrapped up in a, what, yeah, a biscuit. <laughs> it's National Skipping Day. Tra-la-la, tra-la-la, <laughs> skip, skip, skip. Everywhere you go, Sunday, skip. I bet you'll get a lot of attention. I bet you would. <laughs> Some pretty weird looks. I wonder how you would skip with a long white cane of the track. <laughs> it is World Pinhole Photography Day, which is really an interesting thing. It, it's how the, the first cameras w- worked. It's, it had a box with a pinhole and, a, and the, uh, the negative along the back wall. Yeah. The, the, no, no lens required, just a pinhole. You can take a photograph. Huh. You haven't got the brains of a two-year-old child. I know, but look at the difference in our ages. It's a good science experiment. April 25th, a Monday, World Malaria Day. So everybody go out there and get malaria. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the day to do it. If you've never caught malaria before, Monday, 25th, go eat malaria. Uh, it's National Zucchini Bread Day. Yeah, mm. I like that. Yeah. National Telephone Day, so talk on those phones. Call somebody. National Liberation Day. Time to be free. Liberation from what, I wonder? Anything that you're tied down to? (laughs) It is National Hug a Plumber Day. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So when they come to fix your pipes and you haven't pooped in a week, it's about time you hug somebody for that. (laughs) It's uh oh, Terry. It's National Hairstylist Awareness Day or <laughs> Appreciation Day. So if you have any <laughs> hairstylist in your life, <clears throat> you can appreciate them. 
with a certain kind of a letter that we know about that we're not going to talk about on the show. Because <laughs> it's not funny. Right. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, but if you're having a bad hairstylist day, it is kiss and makeup day. Oh. <laughs> uh, you idiot. Uh, it is Every Kid Healthy Week, National Infant Immunization Week, and that's all we got for the week. And you know, when it comes to infant immunization, I would like to be immunized from infants. <laughs> <laughs> there are just too many of those things running around here. Well, not infants anymore because <laughs> they're running around here. We have one that can't even set up yet. Yeah. Well, you know how it is. A new face flashes across the silver screen, and millions and millions of people demand to see more of him. <laughs> I'm referring to me, of course. Now, uh, I will give a heads up. Wait a minute. Let me think. Oh, no, I missed one. That was Monday. Uh, the you Tuesday, Tuesday still. 26th. Is Autobahn Day, which has to do with bird watching, not driving on a highway in Germany. Uh, it is Get Organized Day, National Dissertation Day, National Help a Horse Day. Oh no, the horse fell in the well. Quick, Lassie, go get help. <laughs> National Pretzel Day, Richter Scale Day. You know we can't, Alice. Our little hands haven't been sterilized today. National Work Zone Awareness Week. So, hey, if you see me at the computer, I'm working. Leave me alone. <laughs> call me. I'm not playing. Uh, He'll throw your shoes over the people's bank building. April 27th. There we go. Now we're up to Wednesday. Now, I wanted to say, though, uh, about holidays. Uh, after April, we're going to drop doing the holidays. <sighs> Just in a way to kind of cut down on the show length, make things a little bit shorter. And yeah. uh, we may go to it like a random segment, or we may just not have anything. But anyway, it's just an effort. We don't always need to keep every segment around all the time. It gets to be you know, kind of worn out. It's running its course. So we've been doing this for a year. We started in April. So I figured we'll... We'll go to the end of April. If it rolls over into May, I might grab the beginning part of May, and then we'll just let it go. Oh, you look a little pale, young fella. News is too much to show a shock for him, Mike. Unless listeners really like it. If listeners really like it, you better get out on the email and, or on the voicemail or something and let me know. Or otherwise, it'll be gone. Yeah, because we could just do a statement like have Keith sing. Sing, sing to us. Don't play the harmonica. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Hello, my name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items. Household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Oh, did I forget? 
I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois, 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T-E-R-R-Y-S-M-I-N-I-M-A-L-L.com. Or call my store at 618-471-9088. Thank you. the time where you uh, rotate over into news. News? Yep. Got a bunch of stories that involve cars. But I'm going to start with this one. I'm in Cornwell, Arizona. Deputies called to a residence because a let me see if I can say the word right. Oh, not bad word, the Havelina, the Havelina, that's a J-A-V, Javelina, Javelina, Havelina, broke into a car for a bag of Cheetos. But what's a Havelina? It's a, 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 it says it's a skunk pig, so I've never heard of it. Skunk pig. But well, most anyway. pigs do smell pretty skunky. <laughs> if you ever been around him at all the back hatch was left open on this vehicle and they have the skunk <laughs> and so the <laughs> skunk had jumped inside to, to attack a bag of Cheetos during its antics inside the car the hatchback slammed shut it knocked the car into neutral and the car went rolling down the street <laughs> <laughs> where it hit a tree in the neighbor's yard and the police were called, and they opened up the car, and the skunk jumped out and ran off. Well, for that ride. car stunk inside. <laughs> Enjoying his Cheetos, taking the car for a ride. It's cool shades. Yeah. Association with me has developed a lust for knowledge. Now, that's a funny story. I didn't see that one. No. And of course, I'm sure it, it was a Subaru, a Subaru station wagon, in case you want to know what kind of car it was. Yeah, <laughs> I bet I smelled, it, it didn't have that new car smell in there anymore, did it? Had a, had a new stinky skunk smell. smell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't do any stories because I was told Terry had a bunch, so we're just going to make fun well, of his. I, I have a story I wanted to, to bring. It's a, it's a long one, so I, I have it broken up into segments to kind of shorten it up. But it's worth telling the whole story. Yeah, I, I, I got this <laughs> from a, a blogger who their blog is called Commonplace Fun Facts. They do like history and trivia kind of things. So... This is a story that says, what could go wrong with using dynamite to move a whale? Your line is getting rusty, Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Dynamite, whale. Uh, now, this actually is a real, real news story. It happened November 12th, 1970. It was a whale of a day in Florence, Oregon. 
The sun was bright. The skies were clear. Only the presence of a decomposing whale carcass ruined the delightful morning. Three days earlier, a 45-foot, 65,000-pound whale had washed ashore. It had been so long since anything like that had happened that no one in the community quite knew what to do about it. The unseasonably warm weather made the situation increasingly untenable as the whale's black skin soaked up the sunshine. Its body bloated, spewing noxious gases that could be spilled (laughs) all throughout the community. Yeah. It was the responsibility of the Oregon Highway Department to keep the beaches clear. Engineers had plenty of ideas about how to repair bridges and fill potholes. The question of how to remove an eight-ton whale had not been covered in any other classes, however. As the whale's whale's decomposition hastened and its stench intensified, several possible solutions were discussed. Someone suggested burying the whale in the sand. This approach was discounted because winter storms could shift the sands enough to bring a whale back to the surface in a few months (laughs) versus November. Um, By then, the state of decomposition would be worse than ever. Someone pointed out that if the whale did remain buried, it could create something like a sinkhole as the carcass putrefied. And if an unwary person was to be strolling on the beach and happened to be uh, step on that, he could be sucked into a mass of hor- uh, horrible whale r- remnants. I think I read that right. Uh, burying the whale might have been an option had they taken action sooner. Dragging the whale further inland would have provided a more stable area for its burial. But after three days, however, the fragile corpse would fall apart and make its stench worse. And that's where we're going to leave it hanging right now. You're not serious. Well, of course I am. Well, let's not waste time discussing it. Before we get to what happens next. (laughs) Whale on the beach. My turn? Get in the suntan, yeah. Trying to get to my... There we go. A driver in Florida in... uh, Jack his car through a dead whale. <laughs> Jack Aranda Boulevard and um, Daniel Kaufman in Venice, Florida. They stopped to take video. There was a 13 foot alligator missing its right front foot, stopping traffic. You're always trying to horn in. I could have stopped traffic and didn't have a foot to hold up. Stop. Hold my foot. I think it was, holding, it was holding his foot in his paw. Stop. <laughs> help. I need help with reattaching my foot. And, and Is this the alligator that got bit by a shark a while back and bit him on the foot? <laughs> I don't know. And it was making its way across his, the street. Went right under the guy's truck, and he could feel his truck shifting as it finished crossing over the road. Wow. That is. uh, So it crossed the road by going under this guy's truck? Wow. Right. And why did the alligator cross the road? (laughs) 
to look for his foot. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the retail shop looking for his foot in the retail shop. Retail. Somebody wants some alligator shoes really bad. They took the whole Refoot. foot. Refoot. <laughs> You're chasing all the customers away. And, uh, but that's all the rest of it. Everybody just stopped because there's one alligator crossing the street, but they was missing the foot. It's, it's called a tripod, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Must have took it a while to get across the street. Wow. Hobble, hobble across the street. They were playing Frogger. <laughs> yeah. Playing Gator. Well, <clears throat> our, our whale story. You're crazy. With the, the decomposing whale on the beach. At last, someone hit upon a dynamite idea. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do if we're building a road and we need to move a big chunk of rock? We blast it away. There's really no difference between a big rock and a big ocean mammal, after all. I, yeah. <laughs> it, in a sense that both rock and whale are susceptible to dynamite, that observation would be correct. That does not mean the two respond in quite the same way, however. Rock is hard and we're resistant, and a little bit of dynamite goes a long way with removing it. The whale, on the other hand, is soft and pliable. Given the differences, how much dynamite should be used? That was the primary question on the mind of project manager. I'm confident that it will work, he says to a reporter shortly before the big event. The only thing is... We're not sure exactly how much explosives it'll take to disintegrate this thing. So the scavengers, seagulls, and whatnot will be able to devour it and clean it up. I can tell tell them I was a combat engineer in the military. That's part of it. Uh, This should have been. A, wait a minute. This should have been a big clue to anyone associated with this project that things could <laughs> turn out rather poorly when the engineer in charge of an eight-ton whale doesn't have a clue about how much dynamite to use. It would seem that someone should have pushed the pause button to give <laughs> everyone a chance to think this through a little better. Nevertheless, the growing stench of the rotting whale was getting to everyone. With high hopes, engineers prepared the whale on the beach. In an ideal world, the blast would send the whale back into the ocean to be carried away by the waves. Uh, If it didn't happen, at least the carcass would be broken up into a bunch of bite-sized morsels for the flock of hungry (laughs) seagulls gathered around the site. We'll leave it there so you get the idea. Problem... (laughs) Whale on the beach. Solution, <laughs> dynamite, but how much to use <laughs> to feed the little critters on the beach? You're dumber than I thought you were. Or something wow. on the way. Anyway, the story goes on. What do you got, Terry? <laughs> oh, man. I was uh, eating a jelly bean. Um, <clears throat> let me swallow that down. <laughs> that chunk of whale. <laughs> oh, it's a whale whale flavored jelly bean. we have in new mexico out there in the desert flatlands 
a this was posted by the National Foundation of the Blind. It is a blind race car driver breaks the world's record for the fastest speed of 200 and 211.3 miles per hour. You're fascinated by my ugliness, aren't you? I've seen that art, the headline, didn't read it though. Now, is that the world speed record? It was in a customized course. For everybody or only for blind people? Because he wouldn't have to go that fast to break a record for blind people. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe about, I don't know, 50. (laughs) And and so, um, 211 miles. The previous record was 200 and 200.50. So they were dumb enough to let a blind person try this before. I hope the car was on some kind of a rail, like a train rail, because I wouldn't trust well, a blind person. In the desert, there's, <laughs> test, oh, there's the desert. testing okay. grounds. I didn't the, forget that part. Yeah. That there, there's did. testing grounds in the desert for doing land speed <laughs> records. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a big old giant runway. You for get onto a salt flat and you can go forever without running your hands out there for alien um, aircraft to land and take off. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> a big old long flat. But you could you imagine you go out there and you're driving along, and all of a sudden you hit a cactus or something. I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> I guess there's no potholes or anything like that out there. You know, it's just like. You think I? You know, I've never I, I've been never, to the desert. I don't. I've never know, been to that I, part of the desert, but uh, yeah. Well, the the salt flats where they do a lot of land speed trials is pretty flat. Uh, they say, but I, I've been to the desert and it's it's really flat. But it does, like any place, have its rises and falls, and there are stray cats. They, used, here and there. they used a they used a Houston, uh, Houston. How does it come on? Houston audio guide system to guide him in his attempt to, uh, you know, go in a straight line, apparently. I guess it's a GPS kind of a system. Keep going straight. Keep straight. Watch out for that rattlesnake. (laughs) Veer left a little bit. Scorpions. Yeah, if you're in the desert, I guess as long as you're holding the wheel straight, you're going to be... Except for the alligator. Uh-oh. You got good wheel alignment. Hold that wheel straight. Yeah. There you go. Watch out for the alligator with one foot. Not yeah. like a round track or something <laughs> where you'd have to go around and around and around. Yeah, Look I don't think have, have, I don't have one for the alligators in the desert. Have Lena possibly. <laughs> one for alligators now. <laughs> Look out. Have Lena. Alligators need to have water. Have Lena's maybe not. What's a javelin? <laughs> oh, that's the skunk, right? The skunk using the headphone in the car. Yeah. <laughs> it shows shows the world the the technology more of blind people being able to drive cars. <laughs> hmm. You're making it sound much worse than it really is, Lois. Yeah, One day we'll all be able to drive every day in New York. We'll, we'll, we'll drive it fast in a straight line. It, it is not a problem for a blind person. It's just all the curves and turns in the city street you got to worry about. Oh, yeah. Now, was there some more of that story? or, or No, that's it? all there. Because I, I thought you said the guy really wasn't blind. He was just a race car driver who was blindfolded, right? Yeah. Or did I yeah, miss that I, I know you told me that before. 
<laughs> I left that part out. But still, yeah. He could actually see, but he was blindfolded. So, what a cheat. Which, which I thought was cheating. I mean, it's it's good that you can see somebody who was blinded drove the car, but it's, it's a little bit of a cheat to say, well, you're actually going to use a professional driver. I'm going to blindfold him. You're not frightened, are you? <clears throat> yeah, straight line. <laughs> well, our, our whale on the beach we decided <laughs> to blow it up to get rid of it. Um, and since no one knew just how much dynamite to use, uh, Thornton, the project manager, decided to err on the side of excess. His crew dug into the sand and packed case after case of DuPont dynamite around the beast. No. <laughs> Here we go, Terry. The, the one person who seemed to have enough knowledge about explosives was concerned. Unfortunately, he was not associated with the project. Walter Humanhofer, an executive with the Kingsford Charcoal Company, happened to be in town on business. Umenhofer had received training on handling explosives while serving in the military, as Terry was saying about himself and his combat engineer training. He took <laughs> one look at 20 cases of dynamite and knew <laughs> the approach was wrong. <laughs> he approached the engineers and suggested that a better approach would be a small charge of about 20 sticks to push the animal off the beach. Alternatively, if they wanted to vaporize the creature, they would need to have a lot more explosives than they had on hand. Umenhofer warned that if Thornton went ahead with the 20 cases of dynamite, it would only end in a bigger problem than what they hoped to resolve. <laughs> Despite the advice, Thornton decided to go ahead with his original plan. He ordered spectators to clear the area. Umenhofer got as far away as he could, thinking that he was saving himself from any involvement from the affair. He was soon to find out he was mistaken. With all spectators at least a quarter of a mile from the site, Thornton gave the order to proceed. Everyone held their breath, awaiting the detonation. What happened next? was a remarkable mixture of comedy, tragedy, and horror. <laughs> you, you really mean that, Martha? Dun, dun, dun. Stay tuned right? for the, for the uh, comedy of errors. I can imagine it blows up and then it's going to be raining down little pieces of well, we'll sneaky get whale carcass <laughs> on all the people. Yeah. Anyway, That's get back to new territory. Had to get choked on our jelly beans. <laughs> Quit eating jelly beans till we're done. <laughs> Is it, you want me to do another one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, in Dallas, Texas, the world's largest belt buckle was revealed. You're funny looking, but you're cute. Oh. Everything's big in Texas. <laughs> a silver company in Montana uh, put together, and they shipped it there to Dallas, the world's largest belt buckle. 
and is 15 feet across. Oh, wow. And 10 feet tall. Man, you got to hide behind that thing. <laughs> and I don't know if it, they took it to Billy Bob's or what, but <laughs> you must have some big pants that he'd hold up with that thing. <laughs> exactly. But that belt buckle will never be actually around attached still to belt. Hold those, those pants up. The, there was a replica of the company's buckles. The big horn, the big horn buckle featured a cowboy with uh, silhouette of a cowboy holding flowers, silver stars, and the company's silver signature. Now, is made entirely out of silver because that's a lot of silver. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's maybe silver plated, but wow, that's still a lot of silver. Yeah, it uh, some big pants. It, it's <laughs> a bunch of people that, that help make the thing, but belt buckle for Big Billy Bob. <laughs> wow. On down to Billy Bob, Charlie Green Giant, or something. Go boot scoot, and you're Justin, Justin boots. Get some new Tony Lamas. Yeah, you'd have to. You're just about the most worthless critter I ever set eyes on. Some some of them really tall heels on hold that buckle up. <laughs> so you got was there more on that one or no? That's all. That's just a big belt buckle story. All right. Well, you back to our whale. Or you're just saying that to make me feel good. <laughs> the blast shook everything, filling the air with sand and. Pieces of the whale. <laughs> A television reporter, Paul Inman, later recalled that it looked like a mighty burst of tomato juice. Spectators, <laughs> spectators initially cheered with excitement. The cheers quickly turned to alarm <laughs> as massive chunks of uh, rotting flesh and shards <laughs> of whalebone came raining down on them. That's what I was afraid would happen. Napalm! <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> the whale was far from vaporized. The pieces of flesh that pummeled the area ranged in size from tiny specks to huge chunks that were larger than a refrigerator. Wow. <laughs> the scene was strangely re reminiscent of the scene in WKRP in Cincinnati where they had the turkey drop. If you remember that episode, uh, they were going to give away frozen turkeys and they were going to, I think, drop them from a helicopter and they were like landing it everywhere and damaging everything. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember that, but that sounds funny. Uh, <laughs> as a television camera, uh, Faithful recorded the ensuing debacle one woman's voice can be heard saying, all right, Fred, you can take your hands out of your ears now. Here come pieces of, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out that Umer Hoffer uh, was right about what would happen. He was, however, wrong about being safely away from it. 
A piece of whale carcass about the size of a coffee table fell directly on the roof of his car, collapsing the top and blowing out all the windows. The car was brand new, and Uberhofer remembered the sales pitch of the car salesman in Eugene, Oregon, when he purchased the automobile. Get a whale of a deal on a new Oldsmobile. (laughs) 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 Miraculously, no one was hurt in the explosion and subsequent rain of whale bits. No one was spared the indignity of getting covered with bits of whale innards, however. Uh, Fortunately, no human was hurt as badly as the car, uh, news reporter Inman said in his newscast. However, everyone on the scene was covered with small particles of dead whale. <laughs> and there's a short epilogue to all this. If you, Terry wants to do another story. You're my only chance. <laughs> um, I've got uh, another car story. Well, wait a minute. I've got Rose Waldron in. Let me see where she was at. Come on. Your secret is safe with us. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. (laughs) I've got a woman who captured video of two black bears wrestling on her trampoline (laughs) in the backyard. And it, uh, I believe it was in British Columbia, I assume Canada. (laughs) That's where it's at. The damage to the trampoline was massive. <laughs> hmm. The trampoline. I guess they were full-grown bears and not little cubs then. <laughs> yeah, the trampoline. You know, usually it's good for a hundred fifty-pound person, but not two eight big eight hundred-pound. <laughs> oh wow! That much. <laughs> they ripped through the lining of the pad, and it collapsed the fiberglass um, suspension. Um, legs of the trampoline. Wow. And <coughs> See, they were just having a good old time jumping on it. Boing, boing. Like, this is yeah. good. <laughs> it rips the drop <laughs> on the ground. Hey, it's your fault. No, I didn't do what you did. They're, <laughs> they're frequent visitors to the neighborhood, the black bears are, as their <laughs> bathing spot and fishing hole at this creek right by these people's house. It's it's their they swim in their pool, jump on <laughs> yeah. their trampoline. Yeah, I got another story after this one that's pretty similar, but anyway. Well, you're the most fascinating man I ever met, and I want you to marry me. Um, <laughs> to to kind of wrap up our whale story here. Uh, as for the plan to remove the whale, it did not turn out as hope as you could imagine. Um, Here's a a quote. The blast blasted blubber beyond all believable <laughs> bounds, television Paul Inman uh, says. Um, most of the whale carcass remained on the beach. The explosion only intensified the 
scope and strength of the foul aroma as for the expectation that seagulls would help the cleanup process, that too did not turn out. The explosion succeeded in spooking away all wildlife for miles around. (laughs) (laughs) So they were pretty much SOL on everything. So that's how that story wraps up. Everything (laughs) could, could go wrong, certainly did. You're satisfied, Marshall? Yeah. Wow. I'm going to finish up with mine. I got a man. Um, what was his Michael Allison in British Columbia. Same place. Wrapping this up a little bit of everything, apparently. Oh, you say that every night, Nike, waiting and waiting. The guy was woke, waking up with text messages from his friends to let him know that a black bear had just escaped out of his car (laughs) and got trapped in the car, ripped the car to shreds, and and then uh, he went outside, and the door was ripped off of the car, and there were signs that the the bear was uh, all over the car. Um, I guess it didn't find any Cheetos, and so yeah. it went sort of jump on that lady's trampoline. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, well, no snacks. I'm going to jump on a trampoline. Work, work out my frustrations. <laughs> and so I go <coughs> cars, and then went to some other animals in cars, and to bears, to trampolines, and bears in cars. Wow, all <laughs> kinds of animal adventures there. Good old well, there was there was no food in the car, but he, there was a an old cup of coffee. The bear must have been drawn oh. to of the car. He got caffeinated and went really wild. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You don't know him." I've heard about him. You have? Where? All over. Yeah. That's about it. Abbott, you shouldn't have invited that guy over here. It's dangerous. We're liable to be stampeded by a mob of dames. Well, that uh, was definitely some news. So now it's time for some words. Oh, yeah. Everybody shut up. Word words. Okay, yeah, there we go. Got... I think oh, we left yeah. off Z or something. I think. Yeah, we up to what letter now? L? No, M. M, okay. Mm-hmm. Our first word. Mustard. Our first word is math word. Math word? Math. It's going to start with M. So math. I think it's M A F W O R D. Math word. Math. It's like word. front word, backward. You're going math word. <laughs> that would be, I don't know, math word. Be like going up or left or right word again. Yeah. Math. Are you going, let's go math word. Wow, what's your reason? What would be a math? I don't know. Um, I had to shut the door. Make that dog stop barking. But math word? Yeah. You don't have a password. You have a math word. Oh, there oh. we go. I like that one. Well. <laughs> of course, you're both wrong. <laughs> no way. This word means... 
It's a noun. It's a stuttering or blundering fool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joe <I> mean, Biden. <laughs> it, it's Joe Biden. He, he, he speaks and you don't know what he says. There's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning uh, this effort is, uh, I think we've learned a few lessons from last year as well. There's help us, we, they're, you know, being there to help uh, clear roads, rebuild uh, main streets, uh, and so that the families can get back to their lives. Uh, that's what FEMA does every single day. Math He's not <laughs> been present for 455 days. Somebody's been counting. <laughs> yeah, 40, 455 days of agony. <laughs> I listen to a little thing on my Amazon device every morning tells me that. I, I really uh-huh. yeah, was. <laughs> okay, our next word is Molly Suete. <laughs> it's a girl named Molly who is really sweaty. She's been working out. The girl that works out a lot, Molly Sweaty. <laughs> Molly Sweaty. She works out with Paula Pumpkin. Yeah, she, she follows us. Paula oh, Pumpkin Pamela Pumpkin. Cats. I'm sorry, yeah, Pamela, Pamela Pumpkin. Yeah. That's her name, Pamela. Mm-hmm. Molly Sweaty. Sweaty. She drinks sweet tea. Sweet tea. Uh, sweet tea. <laughs> it's a fish. Oh, huh. The type of sweaty. If you can't write in the proper way, if you don't know how to conjugate. This word means to be accustomed to poor habits. Mm-hmm. Well, if Molly likes to drink sweet tea, she's, that's a pretty poor habit drinking that sweet tea. Yeah. I was just thinking of Molly's is also a fish, but anyway. Okay. Oh. But I think they pronounce it moly, moly, molly, moly. Oh, moly. Maybe you flunked that class, and maybe now you fight when people mock you on the Our next word is mammothrek. Mammogram. Mammothrek. Wreck. It's whenever a mammoth gets into a car instead of a bear and drives it, and it wrecks. <laughs> a mammoth wreck. It's a huge car, a pile up on the highway. We have like a hundred cars yeah. smith together. It's a it's a male version of a mammogram. Oh, yeah. mammoth rack. Hmm. Yeah, unzip it and put it on the table there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're strength. They don't want to say the dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. You guys are pretty good at guessing, but you're not right. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the point. <laughs> this word means... If we really knew the answers, it wouldn't be funny. <laughs> this word means a spoiled child or infant. Oh, yeah. Well, I should have known that. We got a bunch of them right here. <laughs> Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. Our next word is Mattiatechni. <laughs> what? Mad- Mattiatechni. Mattiatechni. It's whenever you get mad at your technology and you want to throw it out the window. <laughs> you get Mattiatechni. Well, your tech throws you on the mat and pins you. Oh, I don't know. 
You know, you could do some mud wrestling with your technology. Yeah. <laughs> mud wrestling with your technology. <laughs> uh, hmm. Any more guesses or you want to hear the answer? Uh, you better tell us. <laughs> you learn the definition of nouns and prepositions. Literacy's your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. Yeah. We... It means Is there an t- unprofitable or useless science or skill. A useless science or skill. Anything related to COVID, then, I'm thinking. Yeah. Because nothing about COVID has ever been very scientific or useful. Yeah. Is there a test later? What, Terry? Is there a test later? No. (laughs) When we get to Z, is there going to be a test? Oh, yeah. There'll be a a review of how much we retained. (laughs) Which will be zero. (laughs) Our next word is matrizate. 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 It's when your mother eats a meal. Your your mater is your mother and she ate. Matrizate. The the women ate food. (laughs) I don't know. I I saw the matrix. I didn't see that. Well, that would work. You know, matrix. (laughs) Which is also, I think, Latin for mother, but you know, matrix. Well, I'll give you a clue. You do have the mother part, right? Oh, um, to act like a mother. Do mother. Oh, you got it. <laughs> wow. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, wow. Ding, ding, ding. Work on that grammar. You should know it. It's a verb to okay. imitate a mother, it says. Exactly so somebody right. who is trans who wants to have a baby, <laughs> they want to act act like a mother because they're not one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got that one. Good guess. Let's see. Our next word is microphily. My cropoly. It's not your cropoly. <laughs> my cropoly. Leave my cropoly alone. Whatever a cropoly is, I don't know. That's like playing Monopoly backwards. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Micro <laughs> is small and macro is big, so it's a small cropoly. Small cropoly. I, I got a little cropoly, but I know I wouldn't brag about it. But <laughs> I took it. I took a, a microphily in the toilet. Microphily, it's a my, noun. Microphily clogged the toilet. I use what? it. In, that, that's how I use it in a sentence. This word means. Uh, friendship between people who are not equal in intelligence. <laughs> so, a dumb person and a smart person. Yeah. That thing? This is my buddy, George. I will kiss him and hug him and take him home. That, what was, that was a movie. What I can't remember what it was. It had uh, Meredith, well, the guy that played the penguin on it, and uh, 
Oh, I forget. I forget that. Right? Of mice and men, maybe. Mice and men, that's the movie. Yeah, that was a book and a movie. Right, that was one of those microphonies. <laughs> well, our next word. You better slow down and use the right pronoun. Is Victorient. McTurian? <laughs> McTurian. It's a new hamburger at McDonald's. I'll take I a McTurian with fries. I give it's what you it's what comes out after you eat a burger, the McTurian. Oh yeah, there you go. Terry, you're uh, close. We're on a crappy mood today, aren't we? Terry's close today instead of he. <laughs> My McTurian. Uh, so it's uh, something that comes out it's of a your turd. Body. Well, <laughs> Poop. He's mighty close. Toilet paper. That's pretty close too. Actually, it is a strong desire to urinate instead of oh, defecate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> missed it by that much. Yeah, close, but <laughs> missed by one number, one or two. <laughs> So, like when you have too much coffee and they have to do a podcast, you know, I, was about, I, wish, I wish I could just put this on pause and go. <laughs> but I got a urinal today. right here by my desk. <laughs> Suddenly we heard the sound of pouring water. What are you doing, Terry? <laughs> <laughs> or, I have a, or, or I have a cold air register. You did a waffle stomp. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Word. As a possessive Moving on <laughs> is Miss Andre. Miss Miss Andre. Miss Andre is uh, she's the lady down the street. <laughs> no, it has to do. It's like you've heard of misogyny. Is is uh, hating women? It's hating men. You're a man hater. <laughs> How did you know that word? <laughs> You've got a ding, ding, ding. <laughs> the, 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 you got two or the, three. The, the prefix miso, as in misogyny, it actually means to be miserable over, not to hate. It means to be miserable. So women make you miserable if you're miso- misogynist. And if you're misandrous, that means men make you miserable. But wow. what people, what people say you're a man hater, woman hater. <laughs> Keith got two words this week so far. We got two words left. Uh-oh. Let's see our next one. Mumpsimus. You have mumps so badly, you're mumpsimus. You're just covered with mumps. You have that sickness so bad. Mm. You're Mum- mumpsimus from head to foot. <laughs> Mumps, mumpsimus. That's a noun. You got any guesses, Terry? Mumpsimus. It uh, relates to a mummy. You got a booger stuck in your throat. I don't know. <laughs> no X in espresso. Your part of simple thing. Well, let's see. This word here means a stubborn refusal to give up an archaism. Especially in speech. In speech. So you have a, a figure of language. speech. A figure of speech like 
Ain't that the bee's knees? And you just refuse to quit saying yeah, that. Yeah, you just don't want to not, you want to use it all the time. You want to, you don't want to move into the latest uh, usage <laughs> of the language. Okay, and our last word. But I don't want your drama. If you really want leave out that Oxford Is mycophobia. Mycophobia. Again, that's not your cobia. Somebody would say that mycophobia. 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 That would work for mice. Mycophobia. It is a fear oh, of something, oh, of course, because okay. of the phobia. I'll give you that much. It's a fear of whatever mice is. The fear of <laughs> um, being Icky hated. Mouse. The fear of being hated. Uh, ah, oh my gosh, Terry. Almost a ding, 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 I guess. A fear of... of... Just keep in mind that these are you. Our words not letters. Get it together. Mickey Mouse. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. A fear of dirt. 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 Uh, yeah, so you're like a neat freak or something, huh? Yeah. You have an OCD going on with that, huh? You... Fear of dirt. Like Joe Dirt. <laughs> no. no but usually whenever they have that it seems like it's never if it's mycephobia there's not really a fear of mice but i thought i'd give terry a close to ding 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 no not yeah really. it's uh <laughs> i mean the, those words are usually based on a on a greek thing but uh, greek that's, word meaning dirt must be mice <laughs> i guess well dirt i mean in greek would be like geo or uh, topos or something like that. Geo Earth. But that's all my words for the week. So next week, tune in and you'll hear words starting with the letter N. All right. The N word. Ah! The N word. Joe's going to say the N word next week. Ah! (laughs) We're going to get canceled. (laughs) Believe me, there's nothing that can ever break up our friendship. Don't worry. I'll think of something. Stay tuned. Terry's top ten. Top ten. Yeah. Um, um, my top 10 list was sent in by some guy named Steve. <laughs> I wonder who that would be. I, I think he's related to us. Yeah. Uh, I know he's getting rid of his businesses, or at least some of them. He's downsizing, yeah. yeah. Top 10 signs that you are getting old. Well, that wouldn't apply to me, though. Lay it on Number 10. You got cable for the Weather Channel. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't even watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. The young girl looks at you. You try to remember if you put on your pants. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> or, or zipped them. Yeah. Can I can dress today. <laughs> Number eight. When you do the hokey pokey, you throw your left hip out. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got that far yet. Yeah. And you can't get it back around. <laughs> Number seven. Most women under 40 put you in the category of um, friend of my father's class. Friend of my father class. Yeah. Yeah. The friend zone. Not only a friend zone, but friend of my dad. (laughs) Number six. Restaurants, stop asking to see your senior discount. Yeah. They do that to me at the Chinese buffet and all, all the time. It's two they seats. They just assume, right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, number five. You have a party. And the neighbors don't even realize it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> and Not that we had that many of them. <laughs> Number four. You quit trying to hold your stomach in, no matter who comes into the room. Yeah, I've never done that. <laughs> Hello, how you doing? It <laughs> is. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> number three. Number three, you talk about good grass, but you're referring to somebody's lawn. Yeah. <laughs> you got that Bermuda grass going. That's so nice. 420, uh, 420, <laughs> 420. Yeah, well, like I said, I don't, I don't know what that means. 420 in progress. Over. Uh, number two. Your joints are more accurate than the Weather Channel. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Especially someone with a broken foot. Number one. <laughs> Signs you're getting older. Your secrets are safe with your friends because they can't remember me. <laughs> Did you tell me a secret? I don't know what it would have been. <laughs> what? We had a secret. When did this happen? I don't know. I don't remember that. <laughs> hey, Bill, that's probably that guy. Well, don't worry, George. Leave it to me. Well, just flush him off. Yeah. Oh, hello. 
Well, I think it's time next for anchor topic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we kind of missed one last week. We so. kind of missed that last week because the segment got munched. It's still kind of out there, but it's like got some problems with skipped it. But anyway, what it was, we were going to talk about computers. So we can do that again. Um, we were just going to kind of add ad lib some things about computers. Um I mean, last week what got missed is that we was just kind of discussing when computer technology fails <laughs> and things don't uh, you know, boot up properly. I guess earlier Terry was having some, some trouble with an iPhone that wasn't wasn't behaving. And uh, whenever you get weird technology computer problems, sometimes the best thing to do is turn it off and turn it back on. And the reboot will often clear up a whole host of problems. And if it still doesn't work, reboot it again. And sometimes it could take two or three reboots before everything gets its head on straight and uh, your device is working up to speed. Um, I know lately I've been doing a lot of data backups because um, I got a new solid state drive which runs really fast, but I had to convert my old spinning disk drive, and it takes a long time for that little bad boy to find everything and move everything. But once it's moved over, I, I, I go to like work with files, and like, it just is light, lightning fast. <laughs> but in the process of doing that, it just... It just seems like my computer just gets bogged down and it acts really squirrely. Uh, so I have to wait for my transfer to go and finish and I'll reboot. And it'll be happy again. It'll work fine for a while. But yeah, sometimes technology, it's, it's really great. It's really awesome. But uh, knowing how to troubleshoot things can be a little bit strange. But reboots will take care of a lot of things. <laughs> The beats having to dig around in your control panels and look at this setting, look at that setting, and try to run something like a, a test audio file so you can see if your speakers are even working. Because maybe they are, and maybe they're not. Maybe they're turned all the way down, or maybe they're muted. <laughs> or maybe, like on a phone, you can have a sound device like your phone speaker, your phone headset, your phone earbud. Uh, a phone, Bluetooth to a speaker. There's all different ways that you can provide audio. And if you're going to troubleshoot why I don't have no sound, you find out, do I have any of those sources that work? And if you do, then you can start, you know, one at a time, you know, try the earbuds, get it work. Try the speaker, get it to work. But if nothing works, then chances are you may have a bad sound card in that case or... You may have something bad on the motherboard uh, because if it's a software problem, you should be able to reboot it. And it should be somebody good. dropped it in the toilet. Yeah, so this is kind of how to troubleshoot with different things if you're having <laughs> problems, right? How to yeah, kind of how to check a lot of different things. 
I mean, there, there's there's a, a whole, I mean, probably thousands of things that could possibly go wrong. But uh, some sometimes the easiest thing to do is go for the, the main thing, like reboot. There, there was a once upon a time in my electronics uh, studying career, uh, they gave a test. Here's a circuit. There's something wrong with it. You have to troubleshoot the circuit to find what's wrong with it. Well, you, you sit there and you put your, your meter on these leads and those leads and you try to trace down the signal. Well, the smart thing to do is look at the fuses. Oh, look, this fuse is blown. <laughs> no, no, that, you're not supposed to look at there. You're cheating. It's like, but that's what the bow was. But you didn't test the card, but the fuse was blown. <laughs> that's why it's not working. You know, sometimes it's an ob- obvious thing, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, this machine's not working. Oh, look, it's not plugged in. Bing! <laughs> Check the obvious first. <laughs> Thank, thanks for paying my $60 minimum service call to come out to your house and look at your television or whatever. <laughs> Here's my bill. <laughs> Sign here. Yeah, that reminds me of a story. <laughs> yeah. My, I had some tenants that they didn't have no electricity. They went for months with no electricity. I mean, well, not electricity, without any furnace. Without any heat in the house, yeah. Right. They went, like, from November, December, January with no heat from the furnace. I called my heater guy out, and he looked at the thermostat, and all I did was replace four four double-A batteries. That's all it was. (laughs) Because as as they looked at the thermostat every day, and the little symbol popped on with a man with a wrench and and a low battery symbol. It wasn't a clue. <laughs> Four batteries, and they could have had heat. They would have bought a bunch of space. Yeah, instead of running space your electric bill. <laughs> yeah, potentially burning down your house or running up the electric bill. <laughs> I remember that. Intelligence. An Avon fragrance can be fresh and lasting. can also be smoothing, softening, soothing, refreshing, intriguing, cooling, charming, enterprising. 17 ways to wear an Avon fragrance. Your Avon representative can show you 17 ways to wear an Avon fragrance. Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T 
S-L-E-Y. Thank you. Well, anyway, uh, we we need to kind of move along. We don't want to run the show up too long. So it's time, real quick, for an email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? says, hello there, Keith, Terry, and Jill. My grandpa is kind of a prankster. Probably kind of have an aging thing going on. Uh-oh. Uh, and just a little over the top. The uh, IRS decided one day that they needed to audit my grandpa. And he summoned him to their IRS office. The auditor was not surprised when my grandpa showed up with his attorney. The auditor said, well, sir, you have an extravagant lifestyle with no signs of full-time employment, which you explained by you earn money by gambling. I'm not sure the IRS finds that believable. I'm a great gambler, and I can prove it, says Grandpa. How about a demonstration? <laughs> the auditor thinks for a moment and says, okay, go ahead. I think Terry might have read this letter or something. <laughs> uh, Grandpa says to the guy, I'll bet you $1,000 that I can bite my own eyeball. The auditor thinks and says, it's a bet. So Grandpa removes his glass eye and bites it. The auditor's jaw drops and the grandpa says, now I'll bet you $2,000 I can bite my other eye. (laughs) Well, the auditor could tell that grandpa wasn't blind, so he took the bet. Grandpa took out his dentures and bit his good eye. The stunned otter has now realized that he's bet $3,000 and, and, and lost. Then with Grandpa's attorney as a witness, he begins to get a little bit nervous. What to go double or nothing, Grandpa asks. I'll bet you $6,000 that I can stand on one side of your desk and pee into that wastebasket on the other side and never get a drop anywhere in between. The auditor... Twice burned was cautious now, but he looked carefully at Grandpa and decided there's no way this old guy could possibly manage that stunt. So he agrees again. Grandpa stands besides one side of his desk, unzips his pants, but although he strains mightily, he just can't make his the stream reach the basket on the other side. Oh, no. <laughs> so he pretty much urinates all over the auditor's desk. The auditor leaps with joy, realizing that he has just turned a major loss into a huge win. But Grandpa's attorney just face palms himself and holds his head in his hands. Are you okay? The auditor asks him. Not really, says the attorney. This morning... When this man told me he was summoned for an audit, he bet me $25,000 that he could come here, pee all over your desk, and you'd be happy about it. (laughs) Jeff Gregory, (laughs) Dick Shooter, Ohio, right at home. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the letter. That's a good one. Wow. <laughs> well, what's next, Bob? Well, disc jockeys have become very important in radio, David. Let's show the folks how those happy record spinners operate. Music lessons. And <laughs> now, for you early morning lifters, flakies, the breakfast foods that bite back, <laughs> the rise and shine, boys. <laughs> hello, everybody, hello. We're here to say hello, so hello. Hello, everybody, hello. We don't mean our reward, but hello. We don't mean our readers, and we don't mean to lose. And now we're trying to say it, hello to you and you. So hello, everybody, hello. Hello, hello, hello.
Time to wind it down a little bit, move into our final thoughts. So I got a bunch of them. I'll, I'll only read a few. I'll spare everybody. I have thought, have you ever wondered what a balloon's favorite music is? Not pop. It's not pop. I thought it would be pop. Well, if you ever have a hard task to do, you should find a duck, because a duck will take a quack at it. <laughs> give it a try. I'll give it a quack. <laughs> I'm not trying to make waves here, but in my opinion, Dove Chocolate tastes way better than their soap. <laughs> I got something right in line to that. The early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. <laughs> yeah. That is true. What is a cat, or what's a feline called using a copying machine? A copycat. Meow, meow. Well, I was just thinking, if I had to rate our solar system, I'd give it only one star. <laughs> it's got plenty of other stars. <laughs> oh, God. You know what washes up on tiny beaches? Microwaves. <laughs> yeah, let's say minnows or something. <laughs> <laughs> Microwaves. Was the carpet excited when it fell down? No, it was floored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was floored. You don't know what to do. Um, my son replaced his cat's litter box with a FedEx box. Now, when it's time to change it, he just takes it outside and leaves it on his front porch for someone to steal. That's a good idea. <laughs> Don't have a cat anymore. We'll have to try it sometimes. <laughs> Why did the chicken need a GPS? <laughs> so he could get to the other side. Yep. Oh, man. Hmm. <laughs> Which road do I got to cross now? I don't know. Well, do you guys know how flowers kiss? With 
their they tulips. They used their tulips. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how they Yep. Uh, I've heard that marriage is like a deck of cards. In the beginning, all you need is two hearts and a diamond. By the end, you're wishing you had a club and a spade. <laughs> Unhappy marriage. <laughs> club them and bury them deep. <laughs> well, I have a silly one. Let's see. What is something you should never do to your headphones? Poke them in the iPhones. <laughs> well, I, I probably could go on, but I think I'm going to stop with what I got there. You guys got any I, don't have, I don't have no more. <laughs> I'm all washed up on the beach with the whale parts. Yeah. In the microwaves. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless Jill's got any last thoughts. Nope, that's plenty. Then we it's time cut to it off there. You know, wind What's on next down. Week? What's today? 20? Today is the 19th. 19th. Next week will be the 26th. 26th. Yeah. And this will be like May, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. I think that'll be the following yeah. week. Yeah, something like that. Coming up soon. Get so, you yeah. ready. With, with all that planning done there, it's time where we wind off and say thanks for listening, everybody. We're signing off. This is your Keith. And uh, <laughs> that's all we got. If you have a funny story, send it in. If you have something to comment about something you said, correct us. Send in your own top 10 list. Uh, embarrassing fa- family story, funny family story. Remember that's the name funny. of the show, man. That yeah. sounds funny. That yes. sounds funny.com. Look for the contact yeah. page and send it in. Take my phone. You can contact our voicemail number, which is. 401-753-4844. So, see you next week. Yep. Now I got to push the button. Work my butt. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com.